you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and check us out online at beardedtheologians.com. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks. And Zach Bechtold. This week, it's the bottom of the ninth, two outs. Zach Bechtold up to the plate. And this week, we're going to talk about, uh, we're still in that process of Lent and talking about the um, social principles. And um, this one that we're pulling up this week uh, is on the economic community. Uh, we, we understood that as we were putting this together, we recognized that there's no way we could just spend six weeks on this alone. Um, and that there's so much out there for us to, to uh, analyze and look at. And, um, you know, and so... Um, we just kind of decided to hit highlights or just have a general conversation like we would if we were sitting at a coffee table. And, and so this week we're going to look at the economic community and the economic community is uh, we claim all economic systems to be under the judgment of God, no less than other facets of the created order. Therefore we recognize the responsibility of governments to develop and implement sound fiscal and monetary policies that provide for the economic life of individuals and corporate entities and that ensure full employment and adequate incomes within a minimum of inflation. We believe private and public economic enterprises are responsible for the social cost of doing business, such as employment and environmental pollution, and that they should be held accountable for these costs. We support measures that would reduce the concentration of wealth in the hands of a few. We further support efforts to revise tax structures and to eliminate governmental support programs that now benefit the wealthy and at the expense of other people's or persons, depending on your line. <laughs> as we, um, as we uh, think about this and we think about the world that we live in today, you know, one of the things that's been, as we've been talking about this, as I've been working on this, I've been thinking about what Neil said about this is something that the world church mm-hmm. should be upon. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that, how does that affect um, your kind of thought on that? Well, you know, I, I look at it, 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 and like you say, I think before our conversation with Neil, I would have saw this as a very just American uh, social principle, uh, something that at least in the Western part of the world that that this is really uh, what it's for, but really accepted by the United Methodist Church. And and so how do we live into this um, this economic community, this idea that our governments, this idea that our leadership uh, should actually pay attention to people and not just a certain space um, for all persons uh, like this says and so uh, when we look at the economic community we look at the various economic structures across the globe uh, whether it be a western uh, and a first world uh, economic structure or even a third world or um, or worse uh, economic structure where uh, it's much very much divided by by war and uh, and just classism and and very high um, degrees of separation between the haves and the have-nots which we find that a lot here in the states as well but it seems because we have a middle class to an extent uh, there's some gray area there it doesn't seem so dramatic but in, in all reality it really is that dramatic here of the haves and have nots um most uh, the community that i live in 
more more than half of the people live, that live here live uh, under poverty line. Uh, and these are good, hardworking, uh, middle-class people. And, uh, but many of us work under that poverty line just because, whatever, just because that's the economic situation here and because th there's such a disparity. And so as, as the church, our, our job is to speak up and say, no, 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 we, we can't have such a separation. Um, when, when so many, when, when a few people have everything and the rest of people don't, there's a problem here. And so how do we, as a government, how do we, as, as people, how do we, as the justices where we're, this is what we're supposed to be. Um, and you know, there, there's some really hard issues there, uh, especially in, in terms of American understanding of socialism, uh, you know, things like that. They're like, Oh, we can't do that. No, that's not what I'm, it's not what we're saying here, but it's, it's fighting for people to have what they need to survive. Um, and it's not just the basic necessities. It's to have what people need for humanity and dignity to be brought to their lives. And so as you bring that up, you know, I was thinking, I mean, I, my administrative assistant right now is calling local churches to um, set up a coalition. Um, we're going to look at putting together a coalition to be able to take care of uh, uh, kids and teachers as um, the looming, uh, it looks like here in Oklahoma, we'll be going on a teacher strike. And so that means we're going to have a lot of kids that will not have the ability to have a safe place to be and a uh, place to have uh, two meals that they get at school. And so, um, you know, as we were reading this, um, I was really focusing on the global aspect of it, but then just that mm -hmm. whole, um, in the back of my head, hearing, um, you know, hearing the cry of our teachers here in Oklahoma and our state workers who are, um, you know, really our, our teachers are superly underpaid and, and well-deserving of a raise. So they haven't had one, uh, in almost, and really in a, in a long time. Um, and, uh, you know, and so as we challenge our, our state lawmakers to, to do the right thing and, and to, you know, I like this line here. This is the thing that, 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 struck, that, that really struck me. We further support efforts to revise tax structures and to eliminate governmental, mm -hmm. su governmental support programs that now benefit the wealthy at the expense of other persons. Um, that right. line just really like, like mm, hit me. Uh, for what I'm going through right oh, now, it does. Oklahoma. and and even in Oklahoma, you know, one of the things that you know I share with people when I meet with people the first time is like I live in one of the poorest counties in Oklahoma, which when you put it on a larger scale, really puts it at a high poverty level for mm -hmm. you know the country, and so, um, and that's just a whole. I mean, it's a whole mess of of things. You know, I, um, and so I think that you know if we can support and encourage and. Um, work towards maybe finding a place where people can live in a healthy means to be able to make all their, you know, to not kill themselves trying to work. Um, you know, that's one of the things mm -hmm. that I know that the United Methodist Church in its early, early days was a huge uh, fighter for. Um, and we were really big on that. And I, th and I think that we can go back again on that and, and really try to do the right thing. And, and it's funny when you look through those and see which ones are part of the, uh, um, um, the things it's, it's really kind of interesting to see what the subheadings are and would encourage right. everybody to look at those and, and, and remember like the whole idea is call to action, but then also realize that a lot of these you may not agree with, but understand that this is from a global aspect, but then also it, it has implications for us. And, and what does that mean for us to live within mm -hmm. these, um, within this covenant of the social principles? Right. You know, and, and just for, for, 
what it's worth uh, in a little bit of research. Um, the poverty line for a family of five uh, is twenty eight thousand, a little over twenty eight thousand um, dollars. So to be to be above that, that's not a lot of money. And and there are certainly uh, <laughs> there's certainly a lot of people in our communities across the country and especially across the world that I mean that's just the United States poverty line, but but still that's not a high number. Uh, it's not, a, it's not. And, um, how do we begin as a church to, to speak out and make, and like you say, man, that, that line of the rich getting richer at the expense of everyone else, how, how do we as the church stop that, uh, and, and help that come back down, um, into the rest of, of people, uh, that's huge. And, and you're right. Teachers are a prime example of that because <laughs> one of the most underpaid and underappreciated um, jobs, uh, careers, uh, people that we need and value deeply and, and go into, uh, so, uh, into our communities where, um, you know, poverty is, is an issue and, and they don't have the best gear and the best tools and yet they're doing the best that they can to teach our kids to uh, be the best adults they can. And I think, you know, one of the ideas in, in the social, in the subheadings of these social principles is consumption. And I'm, and I'm thinking about, mm -hmm. um, so next week for Holy week, y'all, we encourage you to listen and, and share because we have Shane Claiborne on and mm -hmm. Shane does a good thing. You know, Shane's doing some amazing work and, and, one of the ideas of consumption, you know, Shane kind of hit on that a little bit. If we, you know, think about our consumption and what we consume mm -hmm. and, and I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Uh, you know, one of the challenges I've had for Lent uh, for our congregation, and I know a lot of congregations do it is those little packets that, you know, you put the quarters in and mm -hmm. um, you know, that sort of thing. And, and thinking about what does that mean? You know, for me, it's uh, one last cup of coffee or, you know, um, the $15 equals out to one, meal out um a week you know um what if i could make that sacrifice and, and pour that money that i would use for that into something else for something good and i think that that's a huge thing when we start thinking about that and, and really looking at ourselves um and asking ourselves you know what are we using our money for and, mm -hmm. and i think about this line that i that i was preaching on on sunday uh, when i was talking about money uh, it just happens to correlate. I mean, it's not planned. This is correlated this way, but there was a story that I told that um, this pastor was telling the story about, you know, you can't take it with you and that uh, parents, you should give your kids your inheritance now. So that you both could enjoy it, enjoy it together. And um, you know, uh, a family had a young family had their parents there that Sunday and they were just there to guest visit and uh, the parents left. And, and later on this pastor received a thank you note from that young family saying, you know, thank you for that sermon. Uh, we call this your $6,000 sermon because our parents sent us $6,000 <laughs> toward out of their, you know, out of their inheritance to, to, for them to, to have and to have extra. And, and I think about that and I think of, you know, um, we all have something to give to this world mm -hmm. and, um, you know, some of it is finances. Some of us can't afford to do some things and some of us, um, can afford to, um, you know, do great work with our money. And some of us can actually get down and get dirty. And, right. and I think as I think about this call to action, I think that that's what it is. You know, what, how are you using your time and your talents and, right. and your abilities to, to, to make a difference in this world? And, and you, know. you know, you talk about, you talk about consumption and I, I think something we forget 
about consumption. We, we, we talk about materials and food and money and things. We consume all of these things. Um, when I was working on my undergrad in business, I wrote from, uh, I was able to write from the perspective of the church and in not a church setting. And uh, in talking about consumption um, from the business standpoint, it is materials, it is uh, finances. We, we do consume those things very much in business, uh, but people become a commodity. Uh, people become something that businesses and corporations and uh, anybody that uses people uh, in employment we consume them and they, they become this, this tool and this resource that uh, people tend to abuse and say, well, if you won't do the job, I'll go get somebody else. There's somebody else out there. And uh, that, that leads to poor wages that leads to uh, poor work environments and things like that. And uh, people become a consumable. And uh, when we talk about the economic community in all of these facets, whether it be how we pay folks, how we treat people, where, uh, what we consume in this world, we can't forget that we're, uh, that we're fighting for people within this consumption as well. Uh, to not let people be consumed by employers, by corporations, by factories, by all of these things and be mistreated and used up and then thrown out to have the next batch of people come in and done the same thing with. Um, and that happens a lot here, but that happens a lot, uh, 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 you know, their companies uh, to pay lower wages and things like that. And that's, that's something that we have to pay attention to as well within this. And so um, we want to encourage you to continue the conversation and, and think about the economic community. And, and, you know, we read it to you. You can find that online. Um, you know, just Google um, social principles United, or United Method of Social Principles, the economic community, and read everything that they have on their website. Um, you can actually order the uh, book from, uh, you know, Cokesbury or Amazon. Or if you're really cool and you have a book of discipline, it's in the book of discipline. Mm -hmm. um, but we want to encourage you to continue that conversation because I think it'd be really cool for you all to um, keep that, you know, look and see what some of those subheadings are and wrestle with some of those subheadings. Some of them are mm -hmm. kind of interesting to read. Um, they are. And some of them are, um, you know, uh, easy and some of them are, uh, I don't think I can go there. And right. so we want to encourage you to, to think about that and, um, you know, uh, you know, continue this. We're thankful for all that you all do uh, for us and listening and, and providing feedback because it's that's what gives us uh, go juice. Um, go juice. And so, Let's put that on a shirt. Yeah, uh, <laughs> give us go juice. Um, that might get us into trouble. Um, but uh, you know, we thank you for our listeners and you know, go on our website. We got some great stuff out already. Uh, we've had some good blogs for, on regards to this uh, social principles mm -hmm. conversation. We've had some really great podcasts the last few weeks. Uh, in regards to this, I'm really looking forward to sharing with you next week when we had Shane Claiborne on. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then we've had some other really great guests on that we're going to have down the road. April's, are, April's April, got some good guests. <laughs> April's, a, April's a good uh, catch of our breath um, for us because um, you know we'll have that downtrod of Easter and mission trips and all that stuff. And uh, so, you know, we give you thanks for all that you do, and you know, just continue to to give us more stars. And um, I noticed that we had six five-star reviews on uh on facebook or on a uh, uh, apple uh, itunes and that's really a great thing um out of the six i don't think any of them other than your wife and i actually had something written on there um, <laughs> so just go ahead and just like us six time give us five stars like us six, right. and then just bash the crap out of us uh, we don't right. 
we just want the six stars. So that's it. Um, you know, uh, so for the bearded theologians, I'm Matt Franks, and I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening and we hope that you share our content online uh, through Facebook and social media. And we hope that you check out our uh, Beardcast store at beardedtheologians.com and pick up some great Bearded Theologians gear. We hope you have a good day.